Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. Welcome back to Pure Mind Magic. Today I present you a very special episode because I have some special guests with me, two twin brothers. It's Noah and Adam Weitzman from the United hey. States. And hey. these two are like professional e-commerce sellers and they sell consumer products on Amazon and the two of them live their dream because they made it from nine to five to be self-employed and have their own company and today I'm gonna ask them how they made it how successful they are and what you can learn from them so we are here live with Noah and Adam welcome to the show thank you thank you thank you thank you very much really excited to be here and uh, talk to your listeners what's up guys hey, hey. and ladies hey guys and ladies hello so we are ready to go with this interview and maybe we start right away for my listeners who didn't hear of you yet. Can you just introduce yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Noah um, and the reason we're on, we're on the pod is uh, about two years ago I was working a nine to five sales job and I was getting kind of crushed at my job. and. Uh, through e-commerce, um, I was able to start my own business, and now I do that full-time, so now it's been awesome. Adam? I'm Adam, and I have a similar story. I was getting destroyed at my 9-to-5 job, really wanted to quit, and we ended up starting e-commerce because it was the quickest way to build up a business to be free, free of our masters. Yep, and now, now we can uh, we still work a lot, but we can, we can do what we want during the day. Absolutely. Fantastic. So what inspired you? How did you came up with this idea? So I think that what what actually inspired us is basically the uh, the the suffering of working at a, at a at a corporate job. If you ever if you guys are watching Westworld, I guess that's how the the hosts come to consciousness too, <laughs> if you will. But uh, I think it was just um, every day like waking up, going to the same job that we really hated, and uh, it pretty much motivated me to to do something else. Well, we had well we had a we had a separate podcast called Fight the Cube, which is a podcast where we interviewed other entrepreneurs, and we were doing it to get some good ideas from people. So we heard about Airbnbs. We heard about, you know, digital nomad life. And we had a couple people come on and talk about Amazon FBA and we were really interested in it. And so we ended up stopping that podcast altogether to take a deep dive into e-commerce. And it ended up being something that we stuck with. Very nice. And maybe you can tell us a little bit more what exactly is Amazon FBA for listeners who don't know yet. Yes, absolutely. So what Amazon FBA is, is you guys all buy stuff from Amazon, right? Um, 
So it's looking at Amazon, looking at the marketplace and finding the products that aren't there or the products that um, that are there but could be better. So we then get those products manufactured and we, we put those into Amazon. What Amazon FBA stands for is fulfillment by Amazon. And that means that instead of you having your own warehouse and having to ship all your products, because you'd have to have, have to have a really, really big warehouse to do that, obviously, Amazon handles it all for you. So you can actually do the entire business just from your computer. You don't have to have a warehouse or anything. Right. So they, they'll take care of the heavy lifting for you. And what you're going to be spending your time doing is finding these products and creating these products. And they're going to be doing all of the shipping and all the handling of the inventory. So it enables you to be a one-man show, like Adam said. Oh, very nice. So for me, it sounds like there's also a lot of creativity involved there to find these products. And because my podcast is all about the mind power and our thoughts, how do you approach this process to find the right things? Do you do this by intuition or analysis or what is your approach there? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, we do it by – we try and do everything by analysis, right? So we can we can be – or have, us have sustainable success over a long period of time. Hopefully the analysis increases our intuition is what we found to be true. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we, we definitely will use intuition, like we'll, th we'll think about it and what our instincts say, and then we'll use the data to back it up. Okay, I see. And uh, when you first started, I mean, this is really a big shift in your life, going from nine to five to now entrepreneur. And did you visualize the whole thing before? Oh my God, yes. I would say that when I was at my, uh, when I was at my job, I mean, I would dream about it all the time, but right? I would dream about waking up and just working on on my own thing and not having to to work for for master. You know, when I, we we really hated our jobs when, when we were at them. So I would say that I th I thought about it all the time. I thought about what it would be like. I worked towards it. It's every every time I'd walk up the stairway to one of my old jobs, I'd be like, when is this the last time that I'll walk up a corporate stairway? I would always think about that for some reason. When oh my is this god! The last yeah. time I leave an office building. Yeah, and I think it it was. It was too because I was, I was building it up while I was working. And so I was like, I just want to wake up. And you know when you wake up in the morning and you go and get your coffee and you're like, okay, for the next couple hours, the beginning of your workday, you're like, those are my peak hours, right? Your peak brain activity the, where you're usually the most efficient. And I was like, I wish I could spend this on my business instead of doing sales for this other organization. Yes, right. of course. So what is the feeling when you get up now since you're living your dream? Blessed. Absolutely great. Absolutely it, blessed. I'm serious. Even, even, even though it's like a it's a ton of work and we grind all the time, we definitely complain about it because we like to complain about things. Um, I, I really feel blessed every morning I get up because I get to I get to do what I want. And I know that, you know, a lot for most people out there, it's 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 a struggle to get to that point. Yeah, it's a every day you got to have gratitude for just you have the whole day in front of you. When I was working at a, uh, a corporate job, I'd wake up and be like, when is this day over? Are we close to the weekend yet? Can I get to the weekend? But now it's like I wake up and I'm just so excited for the day to be there and I'm sad when, it's, when it ends. Right. Oh, very nice. That sounds really fantastic. So can you describe how your day looks now? Absolutely. So usually I'll, I'll get up around seven. I'll, I'll try and work out. Well, I'll try and work out. Um, then I'll meditate. Uh, I meditate for about 10 to 15 minutes every morning. Uh, after meditating, I'll do uh, what's called affirmation, which is like pretty much visualization. I'll visualize where I want to be and I'll say to myself, like, I want to make $1,000 a day on Amazon, you know, which I'm, I'm not up to yet, but but almost there. So after that, then we'll go to a coffee shop and uh, and work all day pretty much. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the usual day. I like the morning routine is maybe something that people have heard of stereotypical entrepreneur stuff. But the one thing I could say that has really helped us in our mornings to start them off right is meditation, which we both really like, I think. Yeah. I think it's for us, especially it's really important. We have busy minds. They don't, they don't go quiet easily. Yeah. That's great that you say that because uh, I'm the same and uh, I already talked on my podcast about meditation and how important it is to quiet the mind down to get clear, get new ideas and all that. So you would say that that gives you some extra energy for the day when you meditate in the morning? Yeah, absolutely. And how long do you uh, do you meditate each morning? Oh, it depends. And sometimes I do it in the morning and in the evening because, you know, the awesome. subconscious mind is very open to all that uh, before you fell asleep. So I like that because I think some people have difficulties doing that in the morning because it brings you really down so that they tend to fall asleep there. I don't know what your experience is with that. Yeah, I've I've definitely I definitely heard that as a problem. I think our I think right people meditate. Um, or just get, I guess people just have different minds, right? I think my my problem is that my mind is so busy all the time I can barely fall asleep. So when I when I wake up in the morning, my mind is already going. So I I like I need to calm down in the morning. I actually have thought about it doing it uh, twice a day like you do. I I've st I'm still only in morning sessions, but nowadays I'm like I need to do it before I go to bed because I can't like calm down. Yeah, I think we have more trouble with in the morning. Although sometimes a couple times I have fallen asleep in the last couple of years doing it. Really? Yeah, I I definitely have trouble with when I wake up in the morning. I want to go. I want to like breakfast, shower, and get ready to go. So the more that I want to do that, the better effect or the greater effect meditation session has. And, and can I, can I ask you, Victoria? When did when did you start doing the uh, the night session? Uh, as well, because I feel like, you know, meditation is a uh, we're moving towards doing more. But when did you feel like you wanted to add that second session in? Oh, normally almost every day because it helps me to fall asleep then. And sometimes I do it to uh, get into the sleep and sometimes the meditation runs with a timer when I'm sleeping already. So that helps me to program my subconscious mind and there are a lot of sleep meditations and like this subliminal so I have the feeling that I can use the time while I'm sleeping also effective with this meditation in the background oh yeah yeah so um, let's talk about affirmations because you mentioned it and for me as a magician it's like the magic words so there's a lot of power to it. So what kind of affirmations do you use normally and when do you do them? Yeah, so I it comes from this book called uh, The Power of Positive Self-Talk. Um, I don't know if, if you all have ever read that, but the affirmations that I do are basically I, I look in the mirror and I say to myself things that I want uh, to happen. So, for example, I say to myself, um, I am making $1,000 a day on Amazon real estate and AMZ answers, which is, which is our other business. Um, and by saying that to myself over and over again, I have a really clear vision and a clear goal. When I wake up every day, that's what I want to reach towards. So, and the affirmations I, so I have four, I try to keep it, uh, at four or below really should be three, but I have one for my relationship with my girlfriend. Like I say that I love her very much and I'm working on the relationship. And then I have one for business, which is, uh, the money goal. And then I have one for over, overcoming obstacles. And then the other one is for like physical training, uh, like to motivate myself to weightlift or, or to run. 
But it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, that's true. But that sounds really perfect. So you also would say that it's really useful to have clarity and to be focused concerning business success and all the other success in life. I think I think it's so useful because I feel like uh, when you don't – I feel like by saying that to myself every morning, it's like I'm communicating the clear goals to myself. And I feel like if you don't have clear goals, it's kind of like running around a soccer field with no goals on either end, right? You're just going to be running around. You're like, how do I score? Like what am I, what am I working towards? But so by saying that to myself every morning, you know, every decision I do throughout the day, I feel like it has to align with what I said to myself in the morning. Yes, makes perfectly sense. So I liked it. And awesome. let's get back to the internet business because I think this is a huge opportunity for everyone today because you can start part-time or whatever, but it's really yep. complicated because it's massive, the, the whole internet, so it's like you're targeting the world. So what is your advice how to start and how to break things down? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's definitely a huge opportunity like what you said but it's it's totally intimidating too right because you're like where do i get this information how do i how do i even start um we actually uh amzanswers.com are probably going to release our our course next week um which is going to be a beginner's course of how people can learn how to do it but really to learn um to learn amazon fba you can initially start doing research on on your own in the internet and when you're when you're ready you can look at all the courses available to you of course we have one and and choose one that's going to teach you adam yeah there's there's a bunch of free courses out there there's free youtube videos free podcasts including ours that you can get a better sense of what the uh what the environment is like before you jump in probably do that for a few weeks and then when you're ready you can start to the first step is to do product research and find out what product you'd like to sell I think I think uh, and I think something also to be wary of is that when you're looking at these online business stuff and I'm sure you guys have seen this there's a lot of um people out there that are going to try and sell you what we call like the sizzle right they're going to sell you like if you do this you're going to get this Ferrari or like this car or you're going to make a million dollars in a week and um you know you, there's you can have, there's a lot of opportunity here but it's also a lot of hard work so I think be wary of people that just want to sell you a, a get rich quick quick scheme it's still a lot of a lot of work But it, but it can work for you. Sounds good. So can you describe a little bit what that work is? Yes. Yes, we can go over, we can go over the mm -hmm. basic outline of the workflow. Um, so the first step is finding a product that you want to sell. You're probably going to look at China or in some cases Pakistan or India and maybe even U.S. suppliers to find that product. Before you get to the suppliers, you're going to do research online by looking at Amazon's marketplace And you're looking for holes in the niche where a product may not exist. So, for example, if you see – we use tape measures a lot as an example. If you see a bunch of tape measures and you see that they're all 36 feet long, but you want to sell a tape measure that's an extra 36 feet, did I say? Yeah, 36 feet long. You want to sell a tape measure that has an extra four feet. So you source – for items that are 40-foot tape measures because that doesn't exist in the marketplace yet. And your thought, your theory is that if you put that out in the marketplace, it'll sell. So there's that part. Then you would find that item, that tape measure from Chinese suppliers. Then there's a lot of marketing that goes involved in launching a product on Amazon, making sure that it ranks, and then making sure that it stays ranked to get your sales up. Um, getting product reviews is in there. And that's an oversimplification. That's a, I think, that, but I think that's a good place for people to start, to kind of wrapping their minds around. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to fire hose people too much. The good place to start is doing product research. That's yeah. number one. 
So sounds to me that there is a lot of thought process, so a lot of thought work that goes into it, thinking things through. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and the one of the hardest parts is that the first part, the product research part, is actually the hardest part. So you're doing you do you're doing the hardest part first, is what trips a lot of people up, I believe. Right. When so off. when people start people start doing Amazon, and before you have any success at all or any kind of positive feedback, you have to get through the first hurdle, and the first hurdle is the biggest. So and then gets easier. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But once you've got the right product out there, then lo- then launching the product and everything is kind of just just rote work. It's not as not as much critical thinking or or creativity. You still need to know how to do it, but it, it's um it's more manual work, I would say. The, the creative part is finding spaces in the market that you can sell a product in. So like what is something that is trending right now that doesn't have a product that you might be able to sell? So for instance, today I was thinking about canning and um what's it called canning and pickling is actually something that's really trendy right now and so i want to develop a product that goes into that market so trying to find out what that is and who might be able to make that is the creative process yeah yeah really a lot of creativity and uh, many people talk a lot about uh, niches so what is your approach concerning niches and finding them yeah so we so we actually have um, – maybe we have more of a, a different approach than, than some people. We feel like uh, the niches that are going to be the best for sellers are actually the niches that are unsexy or the niches that people wouldn't think that you would sell items in. So, for example, I see a lot of new sellers are like, I'm going to sell exercise equipment or I'm going to sell uh, supplements or even soap, right, some, some nice scented soap. Um, and what, what me and Adam have found is the niches like – Janet janitorial supplies or the unsexy niches can be really really profitable because sellers don't want to tell their friends basically that that's what they're selling so our rule of thumb is if you don't want if you kind of feel embarrassed telling your friend what you're selling it's probably good but it's not like illegal or anything shady it's just like a normal item right i got it yeah so that's where we start that's where we start looking for niches then we look at the data around them if it's something like if we end up thinking that we're going to sell exercise bands we really you really want to think twice about that they're that might not be a good item to sell just because it's so popular. Exactly. So it sounds to me like a magic trick what you're doing. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like oh, it. Tell me more about that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are the similarities between this and a magic yeah, I trick? Mean, you don't go mainstream. You look for something else and you don't tell your friends, but you find something that works and you kind of keep it secret. So it reminds me of my magic. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I it's love a secret it. sauce. You don't yeah. tell anyone. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and there's also the saying that when you plan something big, don't tell anyone because they will criticize you and all that. So maybe it is at all a good strategy to plan in secret and do your thing and not get distracted. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and our friends and especially our mom is our biggest critic with some of the items that we sell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can imagine. But so back to your business, it's then really that you are doing this all in a coffee shop? Yeah, so that's the I think I think that's the really funny part is like uh after like after over two years of, of building my business, it's like I just think back and I'm like, I just, you know, sat at a computer and and this thing kind of happened. It's it's really crazy to think yeah. about. Well, that's one of the beauties of this strategy of a business is that you can do it all from your computer. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre it's when bi- you think about it. It's bizarre to do 
to do so much work but not do any physical work you know that's always a, a kind of a weird thing yeah it's like well i just i didn't move from my desk and this whole thing kind of just appeared but i did move data around the internet i think that can <laughs> so me and adam so i think that can also like drive you kind of batty absolutely as well so like we we really want to take up gardening and guard because gardening is like manual work where it's like straightforward, not straightforward, but it's like manual work where you see like the results and you have to, it's very hands-on. It's, com- it's complicated. It's just hands-on. Yeah. So because our business is, you know, we see all the work on the computer and all the stats coming in, but we don't, the physical, there's a, there's a disconnect between the physical. It does feel weird. It does feel weird. It does feel weird at times. Yeah. But it feels awesome when the stats look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is a good idea because you're, you're really doing a lot of mind work there, sitting there in front of the PC and handling all the data. And I can understand that you're missing like being really active, being out there, seeing results directly. So I think this is really a brilliant idea with the gardening work. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Like. We feel like uh, <laughs> I'm glad you think that way, too, because we're just like we're trying to. We've been doing it for so long that we're like, we really just need something. We want to go sweat under the sun, right, and do some work and, and see. I think it'd be good. There's got to be something, like, in our nature that makes us want to go do physical work that feels – physical work feels so much more satisfying than doing this, even though the profits aren't there for us right now. The profits are on the computer, but it's not as satisfying. Yeah. Our, our monkey our, – our reptilian brain is telling us, like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're doing stuff. We're doing stuff. And it just keeps – It doesn't get us. it. Yeah. It doesn't get it. Yeah, I can – imagine that but the good thing is when you have set everything up online you will earn money while you are gardening correct yes that, exactly that is it. and it. then we could say we're professional gardeners <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. really, so this is then where the magic happens like uh, also money coming in while you're sleeping yes so so you got it that i mean that's why we started this business in the first place is to get that passive income so you can be with your family and friends you can go to the beach you can do your gardening play guitar do the things that you really want to do and get out of life while you're making money you're not trading trading your time for money is is a not a good bargain we feel exactly i'm absolutely uh, with you there that is so true so when someone wants to start or maybe from your own story what would you say is the budget to get into the Amazon FBA? I would say um, you can do your first item with a minimum order below 3000 But to really start with marketing, with the item, with the price, have about $5,000 saved up and carve out for yourself two to three hours a night after work or in the morning if you prefer to get started. Yeah, and I don't think that's – and also you can start doing the research and everything beforehand. But I think to give yourself uh, a really good shot, uh, you would need 3000 to $5,000 to start. All right. And would you recommend that it would be good to have an exact plan when to do what? I think that w- when you're starting something, I think the most important thing is just, just to get out there and, and begin it. You're not going to – you're obviously not going to know all the information. You're going to make some mistakes. If, if you're brand, 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 brand new, a good thing to do is to listen to our first 25 episodes that will walk you through being brand new to having yeah, a product true. in Amazon. Just get a sense of what the workflow is first and then go back to the beginning and follow a process. Yeah, exactly. Get like a general knowledge. All right. So you mentioned it before. You do have your own – podcast on the topic can you tell me a little bit more about that yeah absolutely so we do 10 minute daily amazon podcasts every day and we lead people from being complete newbie beginners 
to having products that are selling on Amazon and making that passive income. All right. And, and you, you you can find us, uh, AMZ Answers, on any of your podcast apps uh, that you get podcasts on or amzanswers.com. Good. And you were also mentioning that you do have a course coming up concerning the topic. Yep, we have a we have a course coming up. Hopefully, we'll be able to launch it next week. Yes, yes, we are we are hopefully going to launch it next week. A course that will go into sourcing and finding a great supplier for you to get that first product out there. But until then, if you want a free resource, you can listen to the podcast. It's called AMZ Answers. Sounds really good. And 10 minutes is easy to take in per day. That was the thought, yeah. Ten-minute little snack nuggets every day. Yep, exactly. Amazon blasting. Just binge them on your on your commute to work. They're meant to be binged. Meant to be binged. We we want them to be binged. It's Netflix, but for Amazon sellers. Right. Yeah, there you go. Got it. And so, what are your future goals now while you're working? Oh, that's a good question. Awesome. Um, so my future goal is to make um a thousand dollars a day on Amazon. Um, and so I'm I'm really really trying to work towards that. Um, and we're almost towards one of our goals, which is launching uh, the course, which will come out next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal is to completely automate my business so that even though I get a bunch of the time back right now, I want to have all the time back and have someone else running the business for me so I can do other things. Yeah, I think that too. I definitely need to outsource more of the business so I can move on to other other stuff. Yeah, That is really stunning. So, meaning so far, it's just the two of you running the whole business and everything around it? Yep. So, we, we actually run uh, separate ones, uh, two two separate businesses, two yep. separate Amazon businesses. Two, yeah, two separate businesses, one Amazon course. Exactly. We have, though, bought three LLCs because our businesses have been so commingled over a while, so the legal part's been really fun. Yeah, we did We did at one point have a, par- a partnership LLC owning two separate Amazon businesses. Yeah, basically, we. if, if you guys know a lawyer out there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, need sure. to, we need to get into it. Yep. All right. And when I'm correct, I also saw that you do have an ebook available on your website. Yeah, absolutely. We have an ebook that will get you started on sourcing a product. If you're like, I don't even know what's going on. How do I find a product? We have four great product ideas that will get you. You can even copy those ideas or it'll get you thinking about awesome products that you can sell. That's on the website with a sign up. Or if you want to join the Facebook group, ping me and I will send you that resource for free. Yeah, the ebooks. Yeah, the ebooks free on the site as well. Yeah, good. And another question is what keeps you motivated? I th- I think for I honestly think for me it's waking up every morning and being like I could go to the park and and swim and read the whole day if I if I wanted to. I think I just the freedom for me it's not even like the money. I mean after a certain point it's like once you hit your income, once you hit your expense level, right? Um that was really it for me. It's it's really just the freedom at this point. I I mean yeah, being able to do the agency to do whatever you want is incredible feeling and not having to report for work every day and just wake then when i wake up in the morning i feel it the most when i'm so excited to face the day that keeps me well well motivated yeah through the hard times wow that is really amazing sounds good like you're on the right track thank you good i hope so yeah we try so. we try to be talking we try. about books and reading because you like it so any kind of book recommendations from you yeah oh yeah Oh, we're so excited. We're so excited to talk about this. Yeah. Wait, I want to think about it. You talk first. Okay. Uh, I would say, so I have, I think about this all the time. Um, 
I have I have I have two can I can I give two recommendations? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so the first one is if you're very very new to entrepreneurship and it's just it's just starting to come into your mind and you're just starting to be like maybe this is something I want to look into doing my own thing. Uh, read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and it'll give you the general idea of of why you should do it. If you're further along the path, um, I would read The Power of Positive Self Talk, uh, which will just help you in, in every aspect of life. Fantastic, thanks. Got. And Rich, Rich Dad Poor Dad is by Robert Kiyosaki. The Power of Positive Self Talk is by Shad Helmstetter. It's not called The Power of Positive Self Talk. Oh, I'm sorry. It's called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I'm just, I like, I like ran out and grabbed the book. Sorry. It's, it's called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. It's by Shad Helmstetter. Uh, and he's a PhD. It's on it. Adam. Um, my book is, God, this is such, I know what you're going to do. Uh, it's such a hard I know question. What you're gonna do. I forget who it's by, but there is a great book out there called The The Happiness Myth, and I read it recently. And you know what? That's a great book, but I, the one that's popping into my head right now that I really wanted to say, I guess my gut is um, say it. God, what is it called? Your Money or Your Life. Your Money or Your Life. Your Money or Your Life is a fantastic book uh, that talks about how you can make money while still having your life because sometimes. You have to choose between, it seems, your life or the money. Go to make money and give up your life. You could have both those things at the same time. I think it's by Victoria Robbins. It's called Your Money or Your Life. Fantastic book. Yeah, I never heard of it, but the title sounds really interesting. So great inspiration from you. Oh, she is she is the absolute OG of the personal finance game. Yeah, I, I want to say if you have to read if you have to read one, please please read Your Money or Your Life. It's by Vicky it's by Vicky Vicky Robin and Joe Dominguez. Okay, okay. Sounds really good. So how do you see the future of the e-commerce business? Uh, so we actually just heard of a venture, venture capitalist firm uh, that started to get into it. I think that's a really, really good sign uh, that bigs – they're buying e-commerce businesses. Yeah, basically they're buying e-commerce businesses. And I think that's a good sign that big investment firms like that are, are starting to buy them. So the future of e-commerce, what I hope is that a competitor to Amazon comes along and that kind of splits it uh, between two platforms. I think that would be good for the sellers. That's what I hope. I mean uh, as unfortunate as it is, more brick and brick, brick and mortar stores are going out of business. More people are buying stuff online every year. There's more Amazon sellers every year. There's more Amazon buyers. There's more Amazon Prime every year. So we're trending up right now as it seems. Mm-hmm. All right. And then another question for you. What in your life inspired you most? Oh, my God. That's you, okay, I, I, know, I know my answer. Do you want to go first? You can take a second to think. No, so know? I think that – so what inspired me most is I used to work in the in the oil industry. Tell us the story. Yeah, I used to, I used to work in the oil industry, and I used to work um, really, really long days. And one day on my birthday uh, that I was supposed to take off, I had to go out into the oil field. And it was about 110 degrees. This is my birthday. About 110 degrees, and I was I had to drill like these five by hand. It's called a hand auger. I did drill these five feet foot deep holes in this like cement dirt. Um, and it it, it was an 18 hour day. This is my birthday, and then I drove to a motel because I'm out in West Texas, and uh, it's, it's you have to stay out there. I drove to this tiny little motel, and I went into the room, and I was like, I just laid on my bed, and I was like, I just spent 18 hours. On my birthday, drilling through basically concrete cement, uh, and I was all alone. And I was like, "I'm this is I'm I'm done with this." And that's pretty much when I started looking into doing my own thing, looking into entrepreneurship. Adam, 
What was the question? What inspired you? Yeah, that inspired me. Um, for what inspired me to do it? It's just for me. It's always been about being able to do the things that I want to do at any given moment. I feel like I'm one of those people, and there are a good amount of people like this who are just interested in everything. And that's the way I was young. I'd be interested in plumbing or construction or nature or like the bacteria that's growing on the side of the pool. Like I don't care what it is. I'd be interested in anything in entrepreneurship. You can do anything you want. An entrepreneur is someone who's just interested in everything, basically. So it's perfect for me. That is so nice. That is magical as well because everything is possible, right? You just have to make the decision. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So you you two, do you have a favorite quote you would like to share? Don't point at me. Don't point at me with that finger. Favorite quote. I I honestly – oh, um – I honestly can't. I can't say that, dude. There's, there's one quote about about a business. How it like? Oh, there's a really good quote about relationships. Woody that by Woody Allen. Yeah. That was like, uh, relationships are like sharks. Uh, if they stop moving forward, like if they stop swimming forward, they die. And I think that that's actually a great quote because I think you always need to work on your relationship to keep it going. So true. Yeah. 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 Uh, mine is I, I believe it's Winston Churchill that said. Um, It'd be a shame to be in a position to to help someone and not have the skills to be able to do it. Mm, also very nice. So you two have really good energy and you are really inspiring. I like that. So Thank you. we talked about your podcast. We talked about your course that is coming up, launching probably next week. And you do have a Facebook group, you told me. And maybe you can tell a little bit more about your brand, your website, where to find you. Maybe someone feels inspired now and wants to connect with you. How is that best possible? Yes, absolutely. Our website is amzanswers.com. You can find every episode of the podcast on there. If you are brand new and you're interested in just starting, go back and listen to episode one. Listen all the way up through 25. That's the starting 25. That'll get you started down the road. And then if you guys want to ask us any questions about the podcast, any questions about the website or Amazon FBA, join the Facebook group, the AMZ Answers community, and you can ask us any question there. We're always in there. Yeah, and and if you're and feel free to reach out out to us directly. We're we're we we love we love hearing from people. We love helping people. So it like to send us a message if you're if for anything. Yep, AMZ Answers. That's the brand. Very nice. So sounds to me that you are really approachable, and that really helps when people are just starting out. I think. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, you too. All right, Noah and Adam. I think then we had a great interview with really good inspiration and. I think you inspired a lot of people and I love that you are doing your affirmations and the meditations. So this is exactly uh, my direction. So thank you for being on the show today. It was really fantastic talking to you and maybe I can bring you back one day. Awesome. Thank you so much for, have, for having us on. Uh, we, we loved it. Thanks, Victoria. We'd love to come back. Fantastic. So have a good time and until soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and special interview. Next Friday coming up, an interview with leadership expert and best-selling author who had already many TV appearances, Chris Cebulero. 
He tells us something about science in leadership, mindset in leadership, and personal and professional development to really get forward in your life. So prepare to receive some special magic energy next Friday. And until this time, you have the opportunity to become a member of the Inner Magic Circle and access even more magic bonuses and special events. You can become a patron by going to victoriamavis.podbean.com to support this podcast to make it better and better and get in more experts from all around the world. So just visit victoriamavis.podbean.com and click on the green button and you will get access into the inner magic circle by clicking the button. I'm waiting there on the other side. All for today. I hope you found some inspiration and until next time. 